Hello and welcome to The Growth Business, a business podcast sponsored by InCloud Solutions, the centre of excellence for mid-market ERP software business by design. I'm your host, Lucy Thorpe, and I was delighted to be joined in this episode by Lynn Parker, who's spent the last 18 years proving that women can be funny. Lynn's organisation, Funny Women, uses stand-up comedy techniques to help people in business perform better, speak in public, grow in confidence and build their teams. I began by asking her why we need a confidence boost right now. Being online for hours and hours a day is very tiring and very exhausting. So there's two things going on. You're looking at yourself because you can't help it. That's how it works. And if you're like me, you're very self-critical. You don't like the way you look. You know, I get bookcase envy. They've got a lovely house. They must be doing well. You know, there's all that kind of thing going on. There's so much going on. There's so much stimulus because it's all in front of you in a very small space. And you don't have that when you're face to face with people. There are other distractions. And I think that intensity is really draining and really hard work. And it can really affect your confidence. And I think just generally, you know, we're all scared and worried. You know, people are worried about being ill. Um, We're worried about being tested. There's so much to worry about. Business confidence generally is about as low as you can get. So how does your business help us get that crucial confidence back? Well, it's really interesting because I think everyone thinks that because we run a business based around comedy, that we're all having an absolute ball every day. You know, it's all full of laughs and it couldn't be further from the truth. Number one, a lot of comedy people are quite the opposite of what you think they're going to be. They're not all joke a minute. They're quite serious people. Quite a lot of comedy comes out of being in quite a dark place. So there's a, there's a whole side of comedy, which is not as it seems. And we're working with that day in, day out. And actually, my the flip for me is the business stuff, where we actually take all that technique, all those things that I've learned over the last 18 years, working with brilliant performers and writers and producers, and actually applying some of the techniques that they use to build their stage performances or their scripts, A lot of that is transferable skills into the business workplace. I've heard you say that the workplace should be fun, but now we're no longer in the same physical space as our colleagues. Is it still possible to have fun at work? What's your advice for meetings and things? Well, over the last six months, I've worked with my team um, and we've we've had a lot of fun, actually. We've great. I mean, I think there are two things keep it light and fairly frequent and not too long. So have small, frequent, we use a mix of, um, we use WhatsApp, we use a system called Slack, but we built up a little process that I think works quite well, but little and often would be my best advice. We've now built um, a couple of online products for our corporate clients. Uh, One is very much focused on team building. You know, you've got people all working remotely. The other advantage I have as funny women is that we've been remote working for years that's a really big plus so a lot of this wasn't particularly new to us as a team but it's our discussions were around how do we take what we do and and integrate that with our corporate clients and then we've also created um, a, a confidence crash course which is very much using the same formula that we tried and tested with the comedy crash course how you get your team to interact with each other 
how they can have a bit of fun. I mean, there's an awful lot of stuff out there about how you should look and how you should present yourself. And by the time you get online, you, you, you could be absolutely panicking yourself into a state of you would just be frozen because you think I look awful I've got nothing to say oh my god what do I do and I think it's all about stopping that panic setting in and I'd say just be honest and open I think we you know there's too much stuff thrown at us about how we should be just be yourself we're all just trying to survive I've seen some great stuff about how women are not going to wear high heels anymore and Oh, yeah. Office clothes have gone out the window and they're not selling any jackets. <laughs> yeah. Well, bring it on, I say. You know, I've spent my day in my Birkenstocks, which apparently have had a huge surge in sales. And um, I do actually, though, I do dress for work. I actually personally think there is a lot to be said for not sitting around in your pyjamas because I can't get into that workspace when I'm like that. And I could, again, because I've worked from home for years when I'm not on the road. I've always done that. So I will wear a nice shirt. I'm actually wearing proper trousers today. But you know, it makes me feel better if I'm wearing workish clothes. I mean, I wouldn't wear a jacket. I don't wear a jacket normally. So you know, why would I wear a jacket? Um, a little bit of makeup, just so you actually feel better. I, I do that for me. I don't do it for anyone else. I do it to make myself feel better. So that would be my advice. You know, don't, you know, if, you, if you're doing an event, like last week, I spoke at a conference, I had to run two workshops. It was a professional conference. I buy everything based on how I look from the, the waist up anyway. <laughs> oh, since the older middle age spread, you know, set in, I've always worn black trousers and a, a nice shirt. So it's no different for me, really. <laughs> I'm still dressing the way I normally do. But I do, I do think do it for you. Don't do it. Do it to make yourself feel professional and better. Um, I admire people that can sit around and work all day in their pyjamas. I couldn't. To me, that's um, that's bedtime. So you're not actually a comedian yourself, are you? So what's no. your background? Tell me how you brought the two aspects together. I'm actually a journalist by profession. I did that for quite a few years and in my 20s. And there was a one of many recessions in my lifetime and found myself without a job and I ended up going into PR. I sold my soul to the devil and went into PR, which it was really like that in those days. So marketing and PR I did then probably for about the next 20 years. And I've had three very distinct sort of career flips or changes. So journalism, then I went into PR, um, ran my own businesses in PR, mainly because I was trying to juggle family life work have my kid you know had two two kids and you know I working for myself gave me that flexibility um and I I probably did PR in a number of different ways you know work for an agency was on a board of an agency set up my own agency I've kind of done it every which way which was brilliant but you know when you're in PR you're always you're always promoting somebody else and fast forward to the late 90s and I was uh, looking after um, uh, a comedy club and I was working with a male promoter and my inspiration for funny women was that they never booked any women when I quizzed him he said oh well we never book any women because women aren't funny and there aren't any funny women I think that's bad now uh, today one of my colleagues has had a very similar message from a booker today I mean we're talking this is we're talking 22 years ago now 
and it's still happening. So if anyone asks me why you're still doing it, that is why, because that mentality still exists. My uh, knee jerk reaction to that was to, to run a female gig, really. I just, well, I'll book a gig. I'll do this event. I'll call it Funny Women. And I did probably one of the smartest things I've ever done in my life, not knowing anything really about URLs and websites. I registered the webs. I registered funnywomen.com, which, you know, in 1998 or whenever it was, was quite forward thinking. And then I got fired by the client because he didn't like me. And uh, we had a difference of opinion, mainly around what I thought should be happening with women in comedy. And I thought, you know what, this is too good an idea not to keep going so I didn't actually get going I didn't have the first event till 2002 and then in 2003 we launched the awards which was really I mean a lot of what I do with funny women isn't about famous people it's about new talent I get asked all the time number one if I'm a comedian which I'm not they always want to know who you've met famous people (laughs) you know (laughs) the three stories you know oh who have you met do you know so and so um and I probably do but I'm I know that sounds terrible but I'm less interested in super famous people I'm much more interested in who's going to be famous next you know I'm a I love that whole thing of discovering new talent and then of course we don't we don't sign them either we're not a management company we are a production company we're a development company so you know we give this wonderful platform to all these brilliant new performers writers filmmakers and they go off into the ether, you know, and that's it. That That's our legacy, really. And and some of those women have become super famous now, which is brilliant. But it's still for us, grassroots, that's what it's all about. I kind of feel like that about business as well. I think if we can bring that new, you know, anybody, regardless of age, the confidence to speak up for themselves and have a voice and feel empowered in the business place, it, it will help make it more equal, you know. I think we're, as women, and I'm as guilty as sin. I mean, you know, I started my career 40 odd years ago and I was always, you know, I got labelled aggressive and out forthright because I always, always stuck up for myself and I'm still doing it, you know. So I've gone from being a, you know, pushy 20 year old to a batty 60 year old, you know, and it's just like, what has changed here? We're still fighting the same fight. It's really frustrating. So I don't give up. You know, and even a pandemic hasn't stopped us this year. But. I agree with you. I agree how, how frustrating it, it can be. And also just um, spinning back to something you said there was that whether you're a comedian or whether you're in business, there's an element of performance that we yeah. all have to um, go through, isn't there? We have to perform whether we like life, it or not. Life is a performance. You know, if you're if you want to succeed and we all have bad days, I, I woke up this morning feeling absolutely rubbish, you know. And I've had to, it's back to the old putting on the nice shirt. And, you know, you just think, right, I've got to do this. This is my livelihood. This is what I do. I have just got to get it together. And however hard it is, the only person that can tell you that is you. <laughs> it's got to be your inner voice that tells you you can do it. And it's, it's when we lose that, that things start to go really seriously wrong. Um, and anyone who's experienced mental health problems will know exactly what I'm talking about, because, you know, we do it to ourselves. I know there are a lot of external influences. And I think in this climate, and I suppose the one message I would like to get out to people is just to be kind to each other. You know, I think there's a lot of talk about being supportive and collaboration. But if I'm really brutally honest, there's a lot of talk, not a great deal of do. A lot of people talk about doing these things and they don't 
actually walk that talk. And I get very upset. And I, I think the one bad thing about, you know, the coronavirus and dealing with business is there is a little bit of an undercurrent of, well, business is competitive for sure. And we're all competitive. We all want to get the business. But actually, particularly amongst women's networks, we're better together. If we all work together and we collaborate, whether we work in, you know, like We Connect or um, I belong to numerous different networks, so women in journalism, women in film and TV. Um, but there are lots of brilliant, brilliant female organisations. And what I discovered over the summer, we got going very quickly with our online events. I mean, we were up and running by mid-April. We just we just got it together. I think because we book things and we're used to running events, we could we could do that very quickly. But I noticed that as the months went on, everybody else was doing it as well. And they were all, all having their events on the same night of the week, you know? And a little bit of research would have told them that if everyone has their events on a Thursday night, we're all going to have less people. And in fact, my strategy had been very much to work with other people, you know, to collaborate with other organisations. And we did some events with Fawcett Society, which is a um, charity we do a lot of work with. Um, I keep mentioning WeConnect, but we did some stuff with them. You know, we felt by doing that, we were getting to more people. Um, and it, it, was, it wasn't even about money because you don't earn a lot of money out of these online things. They're just, it's what I call pin money. You know, it's about bringing some money in and making sure that there is a point, a meeting point for people and you're giving them something back. And what was so great was that everyone was so happy to give their time and work. So, you know, if you're, if we as women's organize, all the different women's organizations, we should just bring out, you know, be a little bit more observant of what each other are doing. And there was, there was a bit of a mad scramble, I would say, um, which I thought was rather unseemly personally, but there you go. <laughs> And I would like, I'd like to see us all collect. I mean, I've got a really great net, I've got a really great database of about 50 women's networks. And I work on and off with all of them at some point. And some, but for me, that's my lifeblood. I, if I can offer to work with those organizations, then I'm building my audience as well. And, and that's something I've really learned out of comedy. Comedy is highly competitive, but when it comes to it, when it comes to funny women, we're putting on a show, all the women involved with it collaborate really well. You know, any differences are forgotten on the night because it is a performance, because we've got to put on a show. And that's exactly the same for business. That would kind of be my big takeout for people from this is, you know, learn to collaborate. Don't always think, don't always chase the pound because the money will come. I'm now on payback because I've now got corporate work doing the same sort of stuff. And I am employing all the brilliant women that helped me out over the summer to work with me. So, you know, there's, all, there's, a, there's always a silver lining. As kind of a culture of doing things for nothing is not always a good thing, but just choose those things you want to do because, and say to people, look, I don't mind doing this for you, but if you get any work, paying work out of, out of this or doing something similar, do consider me. That's another thing women don't do. We don't ask for work. We, we don't ask people. We don't ask to be paid and we don't ask, to, we don't ask, ask for work. Worst that can happen is they say, no, we don't need you, you know. So note to self, go back, ask for a pay rise, ask for a favour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, pay rises might be tricky at the moment <laughs> yeah. to have a job. But, you know, um, but offer up your services, you know, help people. Look at, look at who's in your sphere 
that you might just be somebody you like or you admire and you know just ask them if they'll do stuff I've been amazed at the number of pe things that people have done done for us over the summer, done for me over the summer, because I've actually said, you know, would you be prepared to do this? And they've gone, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. It's, it's incredible. I mean, that's why I love doing things like this, because I just think you never know who's listening in. You never know. Um, I mean, I'm quite, a, I'm, I'm a bit of a, one of those people, I'm either completely up and on it, or I, or I'm, you know, like to go and hide away for a couple of days but you know that's the performer side of me I think really you know that I'm, I get that I, although I'm not a comedian I do get that performer mentality absolutely and it seems to me like the big message here is the show must go on and however low we may be feeling at the moment we've just got to push on through well you can really do a good job of smoke and mirrors over zoom you know it, it there's a lot of stuff people can't see you know they can't see your pile of undone ironing in the corner or you know the fact that if you really look closely the books are not in alphabetical order there is stuff you can't see and life is all about smoke and mirrors and in a funny kind of way if you can really embrace the online space then you can have a bit of fun with it as well you know I do think it's funny when people use sort of um sort of crazy like penthouse backgrounds or I mean actually most of us genuinely are much more interested in seeing you know real life backgrounds and how people live and then Clearly, there are people who, who don't, you know, don't even have access to. So I know people don't even have access to computers and things. So, you know, it, it, spare a thought for them, because actually maybe you should be reaching out to those people and getting them involved with something you're doing. It's been a very strange six months. Um, and I think a lot of us will have learnt quite a bit about ourselves, good and bad. But having a sense of humour will always help you prevail, I think. <laughs> Fantastic, Lynn. That's brilliant. I'm going to leave it there. Um, if you did want to just let people know they want to book you for a session, for an online course for Hilarious or Hilarious. 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 Um, where should they get in contact? Okay. Uh, well, with the you? main Funny Women site is funnywomen.com. That's the easy bit. Uh, if you want to look at what we offer more in the corporate workplace, it's herlarious.co.uk or find me on social media and I'm very open to be contacted directly. Fabulous. Thanks, Lynn. It was good of you to join us today. That's it now for this episode of The Growth Business. See you next time.